my wish for all of us during these next four weeks during this Advent season is what Paul said today to the Thessalonians. In these four weeks, may the Lord increase us and abound us in love for one another and for all. May he give us strength to our hearts and may he find us blameless in holiness when he comes. Great, uh, great advice, Paul, to all of us. I was a high school chaplain for 15 years. And uh, one time a, a young student asked, before you go over to that pulpit, you always bow and, and, and you, you say something. What is it that you say? Well, there is a prayer. There really is a prayer. And I said to him, I say, Lord, you promised to come again. Could you do it before I have to preach? <laughs> he hasn't done it yet, so hang in there. I always think this is a, a, these four weeks. I look at them as, and you may find this odd, These are four weeks of begging. While all around us, people are asking. Kids are marking things and telling us what they want, and people are kind of dropping hints where we should shop and what we should do. They're asking for things. This is more for us a season of begging. And what do I mean by that? First, I think asking is, I'd like this. I, I could use this. It would be nice to have this. When we beg we're desperate. We're down to, to nothing. We're looking for something. We, we need something to sustain us. We need something to fulfill us. We need something to help us survive. And in this season, we beg. We beg Christ, please come again. In our world, it, it, we're impatient. We're, we're, we're sinful. We need you to come again. In this Mass alone, we use the word beg in word and in song. Like our ancestors, we've already cried out, come, O long-expected Jesus. Then later in this Mass, we'll remind ourselves that what Christ said, the King shall come. And what would we do without that best begging we know? O come, O come, Emmanuel. Even our opening prayer said to God, we're not just eager for you to come again, but we want to have to have the resolve to run to meet you when you come. We're so excited that you promised to come again. And so we have to ask ourselves in this very first week, why do we think he's coming? We've been waiting a long time. Compared to our, our Jewish brothers and sisters, by the way, who begin their celebration of Hanukkah tonight for the next eight, eight days. Our Jewish brothers and sisters for centuries called for the Messiah, prayed for the Messiah, and waited a long time, and are still waiting. But for us, we know that that Messiah has already come, and our our answer to why is he coming is the same answer that our ancestors in faith had. Just as Isaiah tells us, he's coming because he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. God who has this deep desire to have a relationship with us. And, we, and, and, and the answer is he comes to save us from our sins. As the angel told to Joseph, do not be afraid. Take Mary, your wife. When his child is born, you will name him Jesus, Yeshua, for you will save, he will save you and his people from their sins. It's important for us to know that. It's important for us to feel that we are being saved from our sins. That's why I encourage you to beg for him to come. 
We want to live a life that we're free to worship God without fear. All the days of our life, not just during the heightened exposition of pandemics. We want to be lifted like Mary was from the lowliness of our life to the highest place we can go, the kingdom of God. And as Paul reminds us, we want so much to die to this world so that we can live for an eternity with God in heaven. And while we're here, we we come to know him, to love him, to serve him. This is our opportunity to really live what the Advent season tells us it is. A time to live with hope and love and peace and joy. A time to be a light to the people, as Isaiah reminds us, who sat in darkness and now have seen a great light. So in these next four weeks, let's become that light. Let's become the hope, the joy, the love, the peace for others. Recently on a on Facebook, I read a friend of mine put, put this on. It said, um, not reference to Advent, but I'm making it as a reference. Be a hand that reaches out. Be a smile for those who have no reason to smile. Be a light for those who live in darkness. So God wants of us. It's, it, 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 when we do that, when we, when we live it, 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 reaching out to others, when we live with giving hope to others, when we live bringing that peace, that joy, it's allowing God to really be God in, with, and through us. It's God shining in our own humanity while inviting us to share in his divinity. It makes sense to us to want to live in joyful expectation. It makes sense to us to to look for him among us. Remember when when they asked Jesus, when will the kingdom come? He says, it's already here. It's among you. And it's still with us. It's here with us in in, in word, in sacrament, in Eucharist, in the lives of every person that we meet. So we beg the Lord to make us those instruments of his grace, light and peace, those instruments of joy and love. I read a story this week. story about five people. Uh, While I'm trying to raise your hopes, I'm going to tell you a kind of a morbid story. (laughs) A story about five people who froze to death around a campfire. It was very bitterly cold, and each of them had a log. Every one of them held a log, and they could have contributed to keep that fire going through the night, but for various reasons, satisfactorily only to themselves, they kept that log to themselves. One woman wouldn't give her, her log because there was a man in the group and she had been hurt by men in the past and she wasn't going to share this with him. One man wouldn't give up his piece of wood because there, he was homeless and there, was, there were rich people in that circle. The rich person refused to give his log because it would warm someone who's shiftless and lazy. Another person wouldn't put their log in because... That person went to a different rival denomination. They didn't pray like her. One was so bitter about the way his family was treated in the past by others that he just refused to do it, and he wanted to get even for them all. So eventually the fire dies out, and each person's found in the morning holding their log for what they had justifiable reasons only to them. 
And as the story went on, it ended with a, a poem that ended in these li- with this line. Six logs held fast in death's still hand was proof of human sin. They did not die from the cold without. They died from cold within. Let us be for these four weeks a hand that reaches out, a smile for those who have no reason, a light for those who live in darkness. Let us be hope, peace, love, and joy.